This episode is brought to you by Pumpkin Pie. Pumpkin Pie is a great treat that people like to enjoy during October, during November, maybe even during December. Pumpkin pie is a great seasonal treat that we enjoy here in the United States. And it's also one of the only foods that if you take a spoon of it like this and you look directly at the spoon and you fucking just fling it in your mouth, you could actually mush it right in between the fucking gaps of your teeth. And uh, it really feels good to get a smile. Get a, you'll really smile when you get pumpkin pie down your th- mouth, in your mouth. On today's episode, it is the Halloween-themed episode, and I'm going to be doing a deep dive into a guy that we've mentioned before on the podcast, but it's only gotten worse, and it's only more interesting now. Uh, and I, I don't know. You guys, look. I'm a big haunted house fucking guy, even though this year I only went to one, but that's because I don't really have that many friends. Um, But this year I went to Statesville, which was awesome. I like haunted houses because you can get a bunch of your buddies together or family or go alone. Um, And, you know, you, you fucking, you go eat some shitty food and then you go to the haunted house together and everybody screams and you jump around. But more than just getting like jump scared and watching your friends and laughing with your friends, the reason why I like haunted houses now is because I like to really see, I like to view it from like an artsy perspective. Um, I don't know really what that means, but I, I just say stuff sometimes. Um, and I, I, what I mean is I really appreciate all the work that they put into each and every room. And sometimes you see things that's from a movie, you see like the grudge girl, or you see a fucking hereditary style room, or you see, uh, you know, like an it clown. Obviously there's like a lot of things that they do that's like based off of movies and you don't really pick up on it until you stop being a little bitch. Or you, I mean, you stop getting like super scared and freaking out covering your face, which isn't so much of a bitch, but um, you stop doing that and you start really focusing on like each room you go into, like what mask are you going to see? What is the theme of the room? There was a room that they had uh, all these little, like these little grudge girls they looked like, and there was like 15 of them, but one of them was real and one of them just fucking screams. Like that's pretty cool. Um, there was also mirrors in there that were like trick mirrors. And I feel like most people wouldn't notice that type of shit. So, you know, why do you guys give a fuck? You probably don't. So what you do give a fuck about is hearing about this is okay. This is for sure. One of the most fucked up stories you will ever hear. All right. And it's not for all the old, older oldies that I got listening you don't have to turn it off. My mom, my aunt, you know, you guys don't got to get triggered. It's not that fucked up. We're not talking about dildos. I'm. It's going to be okay. All right. This is fucked up because it's real and it's on the news and it's getting a big media push right now. And it's fucked up because of it's very, it's extremely gray area. And part of this podcast, it's, it's a new style. This is a debate style podcast. So at the end of the show, I want you to tell me which side you're on, okay? If you think that this is a good idea or if you think this is a bad idea. What are you talking about, Ange? Just fucking say it already, you football-headed fucking... All right, we're talking about the Russ 
we're talking about the McCamey Manor. Now, what is the McCamey Manor, you ask? The McCamey Manor is a haunted house and or torture chamber, and this is supposed to be the quote-unquote most extreme haunted house in the world. Uh, participants, if you finish, receive a $20,000 reward, and it, it takes place in Tennessee. It has taken place in Alabama. It has taken place in Pennsylvania. It's been closed down in all these different states, and he, this fucker just keeps going. Now, this year, he got a big push by Fox, by ABC, by all these news channels, whether it was negative or positive press, I don't know why, but like everyone's fucking talking about this shit. And almost more in a good way, more of just like, can you beat this haunted house? $20,000 challenge. So you might remember, if you're a fucking real fan, if you really listen to every episode, I have talked about this fucker before. And I actually brought up this picture, which is behind me. Um, by the way, video podcast might be important to listen to or to watch on this episode. It's not a huge deal if you don't want to watch. You're just going to see less gruesome shit. But I will be playing some videos in the background of basically people screaming for their lives uh, and getting their teeth pulled out. So, you know, if you want to turn it on, you can. You don't have to. You know, you'll get the point either way. So this, Russ McCamey is like a 58-year-old fucking creepy old fucker. All right? That's the only way I could explain how he looks. Uh, when you picture a creepy old guy with a short haircut, you could probably take something like this man behind me. I don't know him personally, but I, I personally think that he's a piece of shit. All right, so take that with with a grain of salt. Now, this is just this is from usatoday.com. As I read a few articles really quick, you're going to get a little bit of a feel of what it's about. Okay, what is going on? Then I'm going to explain to you some of the audience's reactions to this. Actually, no. I'm going to read a few articles really quickly, paragraphs. We know I don't like to read a lot. I'm going to play a video from Russ himself explaining what his attraction is. And then we're going to see what some fans have said about it and what some people that had bad experiences said about it. And we'll make our decision hopefully together. So on USA Today, it says, Enter if you dare. The McCamey Manor experience, which stretches from Summertown, Tennessee to Alabama, also requires contestants, as the operations dub them, be at least 21 insured and pass a drug test. So they have to pass a drug test, they have to have insurance, and they have to have a clean drug, or a fucking clean, like, doctor's note. That like they don't have any issues with their blood. There's no AIDS or STDs or any of that in their system. Also, they have to be clear of like schizophrenia, bipolar, depression. You have to be like, you have to check out to be in this fucking thing. Like you could barely have a cold. He really wants his, his customers in clean condition, which is kind of fucked up. But okay. Owner Russ McCamey offers $20,000 to anyone who completes the tour but says nobody ever has. He records each physically demanding and psychologically disturbing tour on video for his own protection, he told WFLA-TV, and then posts them online showing the participants quitting and humiliation. You get a lot of people who think it's going to be easy money, he says. Okay, so that's that. 
Now here's a quick news video that I found online. This is only from like three days ago. Thursday is Halloween. Hundreds of haunted houses are open, hoping to entertain and scare. But some people are calling one Tennessee Halloween attraction a, quote, torture chamber under disguise. Good evening. I'm Josh Rowe. And I'm Kim Chapman. Bliss Setman explains why thousands have signed a petition to shut down McKamey Manor in Summertown, Tennessee, and why the owners of one local haunted attraction say they don't condone what that attraction is doing. Bliss. Josh Kim, according to its website, McAmy Manor promises an extreme experience that can last up to 10 hours, requires participants to be medically cleared by a doctor. Okay, first of all, 10 hours? No thanks. Inside a 40-page waiver, thousands of dollars. 10 hours in a haunted house? Kind of weird. Are offered to anyone who can complete the experience, but the part owner of Dread Hollow, a local haunted house, says he doesn't think McAmy Manor is designed to let anyone make it to the end. Inside Dread Hollow, you see things that make your spine shiver. Okay, so now there's a bunch of bullshit, and they fucking, you know, there's this guy that they interview that is at a different haunted house, and he's got his fucking arms crossed. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't fucking agree with this guy. He's doing stupid shit. So that takes about 30 minutes to get through his interview, and he really cuts a promo on how much he hates Russ. Look at this fucking guy. I mean, come on. He's got he's bald. He's got about a fucking five times chin, and he's got a, kind of like a like a goatee, but it's gray because he's old. And and. From what I've heard, he makes sure that nobody makes it through it. Industry experts agree. McAmy Manor is not a haunted house. Members of the Haunted Attraction Association... Okay, so then they explain how people think it's fucked up, and then she starts talking about, like, something completely different. That's just kind of the news style. Two teenagers got raped in a forest fire. In other news, dogs have acquired a new skill to be able to eat a bag of Cheerios out of their left eye. That's I don't, that's kind of that's why I don't watch the news because it's very fucking you just get a you just roll the dice and you get something completely different every three seconds. So we go from that. Now I only really wanted to play the intro of that because you could hear the like in other news, McKamey Manor. You could hear that this is a real thing that's going on. I'm not just like finding small videos. Like it's on pretty big. It's on the Fox Business News fucking page. Two days ago, 200,000 views. Could you survive this haunted house for 20K? What they don't understand is that they're promoting it, right? Like, you should probably fucking figure out what's going on first before you start to, like, give clickbait titles like that, you know? So, that was that. Now, there's another video I wanted to play of, uh, let's see if I can make this fucking full screen. Okay, so this is a video. I think he says, like, someone had a heart attack. He admits it in this video. Yeah, here we go. Okay, I'm sorry if that was really loud. Good guy. You know, I'm not what you think. Get him up. Have I told you numerous times that you don't want to take this tour? I'm done with the laughing. Right? Do you understand that? Okay, so you, if you're listening to this... You might not really be able to understand what's going on, right? Because you're fucking listening. But I'm just going to skip to the Russ part. 
And also, there was like a big scream I, I, that wasn't on purpose. A survival horror boot camp experience. That's his voice. That's Russ. Last year, there were over 27,000 on the combined waiting list. For me, it's about making that special Kodak moment. I am always thinking of it as a cinematic experience because I'm trying to get the shot I want, the angle I want. There's, so there's 2,500 comments on this one here. They are just asking to have someone die or have a heart attack. What happens if someone dies during their tour? A waiver won't mean anything. We have had one heart attack for real. Listen to that. We have had one heart attack for real. Seven years ago, we had a heart attack. That was good stuff. Okay, so, I mean... Seven years ago, we had a heart attack. That was good stuff. Kind of, kind of weird, right? You wouldn't really say that's good stuff about a heart attack if your dad had just had one, right? Or even like your friend, or even like someone you don't even know walks up to you in the mall and says, oh my God, my brother had a heart attack. You'd probably be like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. You wouldn't be like, that's good stuff, man. Keep, have a good day. He'd be like, fuck you. And you'd be like, all right. And then he'd be like, all right, well, I'm never going to talk to you again. And then you'd be like, yeah, we weren't going to talk anyways. And then he'd be like, all right. Anyways, he says it's a cinematic experience. Uh, all of his videos are like fucking... He has videos that are like six hours long that are like people making these six-hour runs. If you type in on YouTube McKamey Manor and you just look at the timestamps, you will see some like four, five, six-hour ones. And these are like... He has the camera right on these this person's fucking face this whole time that they're in this haunted house. And... It goes from the beginning. They like just yank him out of the car. They sit him down. They have him sign this waiver. And now on this waiver, now here's where it starts to turn turn a little bit. All right, let me actually pull this fucking these pictures up. McKamey Manor uh, waiver leak. Now I was kind of trying to get into this smoothly, but I didn't. So fuck. But. He has people sign a waiver, right? And this waiver, normally nobody really knew what this waiver said. It was like, we knew that you had to be cleared for doctors. No, we knew that you did not have fucking STDs. But then what we found out, hold on. My brother just sent me some fucking pictures of it. Now, like someone leaked a few pictures of this fucking waiver. And I'm going to read them one, one by one. I'll read like 10 of them. There's like highlighted ones. Um, give me one second. Let me just, I, if only I had like a little background song to play while my fucking computer loaded, huh? McKamey Manor waiver. This is, this shit is fucked. You guys, like I'm telling you here, here it is. All right. So McKamey Manor waiver and non-disclosure agreement. This is for real. Like I'm not just I'm not kidding. If you fucking, maybe I could put the link in the podcast. If not DM me, if you want to read it all, here's just the highlighted ones. Number 50, participant fully understands and agrees. Once participant enters McKamey Manor, there is no quitting unless, unless serious, okay, unless serious physical or psychological injury is present, which like they decide, okay? Uh, because you could say, I could get a paper cut and I could be like a little bitch ass and I could be like, dude, that's a serious injury. Like, get me the fuck out of here. But Russ... He's going to be like, no, you can't do that. You're, you're, you're staying, pal. And then you have to be like, okay, 
this is fucking for real for me. I'm done. And then he just sits there and he's like, no, you don't quit. Like he for real does that in the videos. Not just bullshitting you. Number 52, participant fully understands and agrees that being scared, having a panic attack, etc. does not count as a serious injury. Panic attack could probably be somewhat serious, but okay, moving forward. Number 53, participant understands and agrees that their tour may include the use of hypodermic needles, zappers, tasers, or drug shock collars. Okay, now we're starting to get a little bit more dark. Um, participant fully understands and agrees that various liquids such as food coloring, glease, glease, what I meant to say was grease, uh, theoretical blood or other liquids may be placed in the participant's mouth. It is participant's responsibility to not swallow these fluids. Oh my God. This one isn't even fucking highlighted. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be fish hooked, which may inadvertently cause rippage to the mouth area. Rippage, huh? Yeah, anytime I hear rippage, I'm fucking out. And I'm sure a lot of you are too. Uh, anyways, number 49. Participant fully understands that, that they may come in contact with carbon monoxide poisoning with regard to artificial fog. Participant fully understands and agrees that once they enter, there is no quitting. Okay, we already read that. There's one video I found. I'll try to play it. They say, like, the participant may be shot. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know if it's fake. I'll, I'll play that in a second. Participant fully understands that injuries may occur during their tour, which may include, but not limited to, head, neck, and back injuries, death, stroke, literally says death. Stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysms, cerebral, okay, hemorrhoids, fucking anal bleeding, getting a, f okay, well, it didn't say the last two, okay, shut up, Ange, okay, loss of consciousness, whiplash, harmful heart reactions, nausea, headache, dizziness, lacerations, broken, broken or sprained bones, like, okay, after it says all of these things, it says the, they do not hold uh, McKamey Manor responsible. Like, if you break your arm, it's not our fault. Well, wouldn't have fucking broke my arm if I didn't come in here. So, now at the same time, here's where the, here's where the debate comes in. People are signing off to this shit, right? And then they go in there and then they get fucking tortured and then they come out and then they're like, fuck McKamey Manor, fuck Russ, he's a bitch. So it's like, what's going on here? Is it, let me, I'll, I'll get to that after. I'll have my monologue at the end of this episode. Um, after this, after this, we're going to talk about my favorite Halloween candy, just to like brighten the mood. Um, participant fully understands and agrees that their hand may be smashed with tools. Uh, imagine Russ, like big old fucker. Just like writing these down or like having people make sure, um, put that we could, uh, smash their hands with tools. He's probably sitting there fucking double, double fist. Okay. Sorry. I told myself I'm not going to be sexual. Okay. He's probably sitting there really excited with his penis in his hands is what I was going to say. Um, participant fully understands and agrees that a nail may pierce their hand. 
Participant fully under, understands and agrees that choking may occur and gagging or vomiting may occur. Um, McKamey Manor will use humiliation tactics such as name-calling. Yeah, right after you may be shot, they're like, hey, also we might call you a bitch or a fag. Anyways, we're also going to choke the fuck out of you and stab you in the hand. But, I mean, this is just fucked up. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may have a plastic bag or plastic wrap on their face, which could possibly cause suffocation, blackouts, etc. There's also agreement to being waterboarded and held underwater for excessive amounts of time. Um, understands that the joints, shoulder, wrist, elbow, knee may accidentally be dislocated and that the participant will not hold McKamey Manor pos uh, responsible. Holy fuck. I didn't even see this one. Okay. Um, participant fully understands and agrees that they will be participating in various medieval torture devices, such as knife throwing while strapped to a spinning wheel, shackles, chains, gibbet cage, stocks, the rack. What the fuck were the last four? It sounds like fucking three different movies. All right. Uh, participant, this is the last one. Per fully understands and agrees that if that if they are selected to visit the quote-unquote dentist, they may have a tooth extracted without Novocaine and will not hold McKamey Manor liable. Okay. I'm going to... I don't want to do this podcast anymore if this is what it's going to turn into. This is fucked, man. Like, okay, let me, let me bring you to a... Let's go, let's flip. Okay, by the way, fuck, I didn't say this. At the beginning, when I started recording this, I pulled up a, I pulled up a toll that is called "Shut Down McKamey Manor." It had seven thousand. It had seventy three thousand nine hundred fifty votes or, or um, fucking signs on this petition to close down McKamey Manor. It had seventy three thousand nine hundred and something. Okay, now I'm gonna refresh this page really quick. This is at the midpoint of this episode. It is now at 74,875. So it's almost gained 1,000 within 22 minutes. All right, we're going to get back to that. But now to give you like a little halftime that we could have a little bit of fun in before we jump into the rest of that and we read more about what the customers think, the bad experiences. We hear a little bit more of the actual in-action uh, audios, playing things, audios. Um Here's the halftime show. The top 25 most popular Halloween candies. For all the kids out there that listen to this fucking show. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'm not going to actually go through all these. You know what? I'm going to go through the top five. Think of your top five right now. I'm not even going to look. I'm not looking. My top five. I'm not even a big candy guy, by the way. I know some people get horny about candy. I don't really get like that. I like fucking, first of all... Justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cups, they're organic. Those are my number one. Number one candy of all time. I could eat 10 of them and then look around at my friends and then eat 10 more. Uh, number two, I would say my number two candy of all time are skinny dipped almonds. They used to be a sponsor on the show and I'm not even just saying that because of that. 
Uh, they also weren't a real sponsor, but I used to, I think I used to make a joke about them. Uh, skinny dipped almonds are for sure number two, or like any almonds is like my type of snack. Number three is for sure fruit snacks. I don't give a fuck if it's Mott's or uh, that other brand that kids like or the the adult brand Annie's. What's it called? Annie's Bunnies? I don't know. Annie's has the best fruit snacks for sure. That's number three. Number four, if I have to have candy, I'll have a Snickers bar. Like I literally have one a year because by the time I'm done with it, I feel like fucking I just don't, I'm not big on candy or sugary shit like that because if I want sugar, I'm getting, I'm getting ice cream, you know, I'm getting ice cream. I'm going to have a bowl of fucking fruit. That's like a lot of natural sugar. Um, what other candies, dark chocolate and any kind just, I don't know, gets me like horny almost. Um, and, uh, then my mom used to like this number 13 taffy, you know, that saltwater taffy. That's just like it. You might as well take Gorilla Glue and just fucking squeeze the bottle on the bottoms of your teeth, and then shit out of your mouth for an hour. That's basically what it's like experiencing saltwater taffy. But my mom really enjoys it. So, hi mom. Um. Okay. Yeah. Those are like some of my favorite candies. I named them. All right. And you're probably thinking, Ange, those aren't candies. Those are weird fucking organic snacks that nobody buys. Okay, well, how about you shut up? How's that for an idea? How about you let me focus on my fucking own thing here? Why isn't this focused? All right. Um, number 10, Hershey's Kisses. Number 9, Sour... Oh, Sour Patch Kids is in my top five. That's the number five. That's the only sugary fucking snack that I will eat is Sour Patch Kids, not the watermelon kind, not the kind that the kids are grown up and now they're the size of your palm. Just regular, classic, strawberry, didn't mean to say that, Sour Patch Kids. Number eight, Tootsie Pops. Okay, what is this list for people that are 90 fucking five? Nobody eats Tootsie Pops unless you like have a, like a big number that represents your age. Number seven, hot tamales. Okay, I know for sure I've never seen a fucking kid eat hot tamales. Literally, hot tamales is for like my great-grandmother, and I'm pretty sure she's dead. So, number six, candy corn. Candy corn is so fucking bad. Number five, Starburst. Okay, now we're starting to make a little bit more sense. Number four, Snickers. Okay, there we're talking. Number three, M&M's. M&M's, I mean, you got to be a type of guy. You want to know something want to know something about me? Oh fuck. Here's a something about me that I wasn't going to say. I fucking don't know what I'm doing when it comes to anything that has to do with my podcast, and I really am in desperate need of a uh, a producer. Anyways, back to the M&M's. Here's what I do with M&M's and Skittles. I don't know why, uh, and I am just telling you that I am straight. And I do have a girlfriend. But when it comes to eating M&M's and Skittles, I put them in my mouth and like one of the sides of my mouth and I just suck them for like almost 10 minutes until they get like like almost to the point where it's weird that they're in your mouth. And then I chew and then I swallow. I don't know why. Like they're mushy. It really sounds gross when you fucking explain it. Now I don't want to do that anymore. But um, 
That's my straight. Hey, what's your strategy? Don't message me. Just think about it. Number two is Reese's. What the fucking number? Oh, wow. Number one is Skittles. Skittles are good until you have about seven of them, and then you want to shit your pants because something goes on in your stomach that, like, I don't think anybody understands. Do you guys have that, too, or is that just me? Maybe it's just, like, that's what candy does to me. All right, back to people getting tortured. Uh, all right. That was Angelo's top five snacks. We had Sour Patch Kids, fruit snacks, skinny dipped almonds, slash any type of almonds, um, Justin's peanut butter cups. If you have like a few extra bucks this weekend, go on Amazon or go to Target and find Justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. They're like $13 for a bag of like eight of them. It's not worth it at all, okay? But they're awesome. They're so good. It's worth the experience. Like, if I had a lot of fucking money, I would buy those all the time. And, like, most of us don't. So it's nice to treat yourself to a luxury once in a while. All right. Uh, creator of Extreme Haunted House with 40-page waiver responds to outrage. Quote, unquote, it's all entertainment. Now, this fucking cocksucker... Uh, you know, you think that's an offensive word. Some of you guys hear that and you go like this. What? Excuse me. Why did he just say that? You know, I use these terms loosely. I, you know, he's an asshole. Okay, I didn't mean it. Like, you don't gotta get weird. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say. I don't mean to say offensive stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a chance of death inside the 40-page inside the chilling 40-page waiver. The contents you. Okay, um, I don't want to keep reading. Who wants to listen to Angelo read? Basically, he explains he has this new fucking bit that he brings to the table. And he never said this. I, and keep in mind, okay, I've known about Russ McCamey. I've known about this fucker for like eight years. Like, I knew about him in 2013. Me and my brothers were watching these videos thinking how fucked up it was. I knew about it, maybe not 2013, probably like 2015. I knew about it when it was a three-hour event. I knew about it when it was a five-hour thing. I knew about it when they just started to make it eight hours. I Like now it's 10 hours. I knew about it when the, the, the goal was that you would get a job there if you won. And now it's $20,000. Or not if you won, if you clear the haunted house. So it used to be like, we'll hire you and we'll get you a job. And that would, that would be what you get if you pass the haunted house. Or it would be like, you get to work with us, you're on the team, you know, kind of same thing. Now it's $20,000. It's almost like the reward's getting more enticive. Let's see if that's even a word and what it means. Enticive. I don't even think that's, is that even a word? Oh, enticing. Attractive or tempting. Wow. Dude, I come up with these fucking words and I don't even know how I know what they are. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's got this new thing that he's like putting out a $20,000 reward, which is obviously going to make people want to go do it more. People hear $20,000 and they're like, yeah, I'll fucking shoot my dad. People kind of don't really care about anything when it comes to money. So... $20,000, a 
packet of 40 pages. You might just want to walk up there and be like, yeah, let's fucking go. 20K, I'm in. All of a sudden, you get a fucking bludgeoning to the skull with a baseball bat by a 55-year-old old crooked teeth fucker. And then he's looking at you about to waterboard your bitch ass. And it's because you didn't think about things enough and you were too focused on $25,000, $20,000 that you wanted to risk your life. Is it your fault or is it his fault? This is where the debate starts, okay? We got a sickening fucker that comes up with this idea that it's okay if I sign a waiver and it's okay if I beat all these fucking loopholes. This guy's figured out kind of a weird way to be a successful torture artist, I guess you'll call him, or like just a successful psychotic fuck face. Whatever you want to give him a label as, because um, he's not a murderer, you know, we don't think. And he's not a, like, rapist. It's like, that's where it's like borderline because he's not, he's not killing anyone. He's not raping anyone. He's not, from what we know, he's not sexually assaulting anyone. He's just, like, torturing them. I don't know what you call that. Bully? bully. We should get him on Bully Beatdown. You guys remember that show? That show sucked so fucking bad. The kids would be like... This guy goes to my high school and he's such a prick. And then the guy'd be like, Yeah, I hate Ryan. He's a fucking douchebag. And then they would have him fight a guy. What was that show about? <laughs> no wonder why it only lasted two years, maybe three. How does that show get to be on air and my show doesn't even get like, promoted on YouTube? Anyways. Um, yeah, so he's got this new thing where he says it's all entertainment. I can make, he actually says, quote unquote, I can make people do, what the fuck was it, man? I wish I screenshotted this shit. It's fun to be able to design something that comes to fruition and succeeds and does all the things you hope it would. It's rewarding to see that take place. It's just entertainment, nothing more, nothing less. He says that. He also says like, once I get into your noggin, you'll believe anything I'm saying is true. That's the fun of entertainment. He says something very similar to that. So he's saying like, it's not even really happening. I'm just so in your fucking head. Yeah? Well, when you have a pliers on my teeth and you're yanking my tooth out of my fucking teeth tooth, it makes me think that something's really fucking going on. Okay? You get what I'm saying, right? Like, this guy's fucked. Let's check in on the petition. It was at 74,500, and now it's at 74,950. The goal is 75,000, and baby, we're going to hit it in about 10 fucking seconds. I'm going to actually sign up right now. While you guys are thinking about your debate, I'm going to go type in Angelo Blando. One goal 31 at gmail.com. That's my junk email. If any of you guys want to send me, I don't know, some shit, go ahead. Um, display my name and comment. No, we're probably going to skip that. But sign this peti petition. Oh, people are just throwing in money too. Chip in 18 bucks. It literally says, can you chip in 18 bucks to get this petition on the agenda? You know, like, no. What is it? Who is that going to? 
hey, by the way, I'm kind of bored at home. You want to, you mind giving me a few bucks? I don't know who's that, who that's going to, and I don't agree to that. But change.org has a shutdown McKamey Manor petition going right now live. It's about to hit it. Uh, let's see. I just want to be here when it hits it. Let's see. 74,970 and, and counting. Uh, I think we could all agree here that Russ McKamey should be locked behind bars. Uh, I might have another video I could play just to get some like audio bits like I promised you. Um, yeah, I mean, the guy fucking made it. Someone find, if you can, find when I talked about Russ in the previous episodes of the podcast. If you find it and you DM me the, the episode, I'll, I'll quick pay you 10 bucks. I promise I will. But the first person to do it, honestly, that might not be worth 10 bucks because it might take an hour. Well, that's minimum wage, right? What's minimum wage nowadays? 10 bucks? This, I mean, this petition's really taking its fucking time all of a sudden, but hmm. now we just kind of sit here and wait in silence. Imagine a podcast where you just don't talk. Okay, it's going to hit 74,982. 74, Let's play some, some sounds. The, the debate, how you guys can enter the debate, go to changeorg.com and sign the petition. It's probably going to get increased the limit to 100,000. I really think you should do it. But also, either side, whatever side you're on, DM me on Instagram, at uh, Angelo underscore Blando, and let me know, do you think that this, uh, that this haunted house should stay because there is a waiver, people are signing, and it is torture, and that's what people want if they really want to be in some deep fear. Like, do you think it's okay, or do you think that this should be shut down immediately and that Russ McCamey is a fucking prick? Let me know, because I really am genuinely interested. That's the, that's the goal of this episode, is to find out what you guys think. Because I know what I think after reading all this shit. And uh, what better way to celebrate Halloween than to shut down a guy's business, right? I mean, that's kind of... Oh, dude, he brings his kids on at the end, too. Listen to this part. By the way, I he, can push myself even further than when I went the first time. He has this woman. Okay, this is like the, kind of the bonus features if you if you're sticking around still. He has this woman that he interviews. This okay, I don't like to judge based on looks, but like something's wrong with her, and I feel like that's fair to say. Christina, I live in Kuwait. So for me to, for myself to travel from Kuwait just to come to McKinney Manor, it's approximately a 19-hour flight. My motivation for doing a second time was... Okay, if you can't see the video right now, this woman is like, her face is long, very long, okay? Now, I have a long head, I get it, but her face is almost like mine and some which is fucked up like mine is kind of the limit of like this is the longest that a human being's head should be and then hers is like well we could probably push it a little bit and that's not kind of that's kind of fucked up um she also wears a hood over like the majority of her eyes so it leaves more of a mystery to like how much more of her head is in the hood didn't mean to do that sorry um 
And on top of that, she just talks like she's on drugs or, or very fucked up. Is to see if I can push myself even further than when I went the first time. Hmm. Big mistake, probably. Change locations right now. Follow me. We're, we're going to sign some waivers. Now fast forward to it. These are the guys. Look at them slapping this girl. Come on, let's go. I'm going to hand you three forms. Look at this. Look at this. Each one form each. Take this. Don't get it wet. Extremely physical, and the participants may very well leave. She's reading the waiver. Bumps, bruises, cuts, or other possible injuries, including possible broken bones. Participant may very well leave McCain Man with unintentional emotional distress and psychological issues. The participant understands that it is never the intent of MM to cause myself and any type of psychological damage. So when you're begging it. How is it not the intent? If you fucking waterboard someone, slap them, and pull their tooth out, what are you intending on doing? And if you. Okay. If they say McCamey Manor does not intend on causing psychological terror or whatever he said, like, are you doing the opposite? Are you trying to brighten their day? I mean, I just can't believe some of this shit's real. It's like more of a question of like humanity and like how fucked up people are, like greed. That's what I think about. Those words come to mind when I think about this shit. Like greed, um, questionable fucking, I don't know, nerdy nummies. Nobody's gonna even know what I just said. Listen to this. This is like... Get her in there. Get her in there. She's like kids, man. Watch your neck. Watch your neck. Watch your neck. Good. No, you're not gonna do that. Stop complaining. Okay, what you just heard—that wasn't the kids. I thought it was gonna be the kids part. What you just heard—they refused to show what was going on because they said that the the filmmakers couldn't go in the back, so they just played that audio, and like, I mean, just listen one more time. So probably not. Fill that out. Get Spencer in there, quiet. Shut up. Get her up. Get her up. Get her up. Get her up. Close that door. Get her in. Get her in there. Get her in there. Come in this side, Rachel. Get her in there. Get her in there. Watch out for her neck. Watch out for her neck. Watch out for her neck. Good. No, you're not going to do that. Stop complaining. Get in there. This is one of... This is not even... Not even close. There have been people that say like, I quit, let me out, get me the fuck out of here. And they're screaming like that they quit. And they're just like, no, you're good. You got this. Listen to this woman. Oh, God. Ah! Open your mouth. So they're shoving shit in her mouth. No! <laughs> you want more? You want to get in there now? If you get in there, beg for it. Beg. <laughs> Her f okay, literally her head is in a cage and there's blood and snakes in the cage and it's like cut off at her neck. So it's like tight on her neck, obviously, so snakes can't get through and they just slammed this cage on her face and there's snakes and she's crying and can't breathe. And on that note, we end this episode because you know what? Some people are probably going to be fucking, 
by the way, if you haven't figured out who the stroke job of the week is, it goes to this man right here, Russ McCamey. He might have been the stroke job of the week on the episode that I did. I really hope someone could find that. Fuck. Um, all right, yeah. Russ McCamey, you take the cake, buddy. Stroke job of the week. And let's see. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's also, there's before I go, there's also a Reddit page that, um, this is from somebody that was in it, okay? I know this is kind of getting dragged on. He does not accept payment for what he does. He only accepts dog food. While this may seem admirable, admirable, it also feels like he only desires the footage of what he puts customers through. He repeatedly says through his interview, it's all about getting the footage. His payment is having footage of people crying, throwing up, having mental breakdowns. Right. Like that's that's what he gets off on. That's kind of what he's saying. Um or what this Reddit guy is saying. There is no safe word to stop. Towards the end of the documentary, they showed clips of people passing out, drowning, etc. Yeah, like begging him to stop. There's like, and he doesn't stop. Like before he intro introduced the safe rule, the safe word rule, people would say like, I quit was the saying that you had to say. He would say like, if you say I quit, that means we're done. So people would be sitting there saying like screaming, I quit. And he'd be like, no, come on. You don't mean that. And they'd be like, yeah, I fucking do. Come on, Russ, let me the fuck out of here. And he'd be like, no, you could keep going. Okay, well, now that that rules just, now that's illegal. Hey, if you say I quit, you get to leave. And then be like, oh my God, I quit. This is fucked up. Nah, well, you don't quit. Well, yeah, I do. Well, no, you don't. We're going to keep the doors closed. Okay, well, I'm killing myself. He admitted to employing people with touchy pasts. He openly said he was going to interview two guys who both had felonies for violent behavior. Interesting. Um, he made light of the military torture footage. Basically, everyone else who's been in this has spoke out against him. Like, everybody else has done it. Now, the, the comments on this from random people were like, fuck Russ McCamey, fuck him, and fuck the, you know, like a lot of hatred, obviously. Who could really show love for a guy like this, huh? He doesn't accept payments, so technically he isn't running a business. Oh, that's why he would do the fucking, like, he would have people t bring in like 20 cans of dog food. So then it's like a donation. I see. He, dude, this guy's a loophole manipulation artist. Like, he, he just is beating the game of life that nobody wants to play. You know what I mean? Like most people just go kill someone or go rape someone and then you go to jail and like and then you die. Like keep people kind of like go out with a bang, which I don't agree with, but you know, like people shootings and all that shit, they like go just GTA mode and then they die or they rot in fucking prison, which they deserve to just they deserve to sit in prison. They don't even deserve to die. Like they should be in prison because it's worse than death. But this fucking guy like figured it out. So where he's like, I'm not killing anyone. I'm not raping anyone. I'm not like they are signing a waiver and they are, it's not a business. They're trading stuff. So yeah. Final question. Are we for the McCamey Manor or are we against it? DM your thoughts. Change.org. Sign this petition to close the McCamey Manor. Go sign if you're against it. Um, 
and I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful week. I'm currently in Sacramento because I'm uploading this. I'm recording this early. I'm actually recording this on Halloween night. So I hope you guys had a nice Halloween. Take care and go get some pumpkin pie. <laughs>